joining us now on Hunkering Down with Peter Schorsch is my favorite Sweeney, the jewel of St. Augustine, Wellesley's mother, Beth Sweeney. How are you? Hi, Peter. I'm good. I'm, I'm hanging in there. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you today, so thank you. For um, all the audience's edification, why don't you tell them who you are and what you do? Okay, yeah. Um, I'm Beth Sweeney, and um, in addition uh, to being the, the better half to Kevin Sweeney, I'm uh, also the Director of Community and Government Relations for Flagler College here in St. Augustine. Um, spent a long time um, working in the process, started out as an aide um, in the Senate, and then went on to work for our school district here in town as their in-house lobbyist for a number of years, and and now I'm at, at Flagler. So. How is um, how is my beloved St. Augustine doing? I um, I keep I keep looking at this news story through the perspective of places that I visited, mm -hmm. and so it's like I'm paying attention to what happens in Spain, and I'm thinking a lot about New York. And that isn't to take away from other places, but it's just you know you just I can see what you know uh, I can see what the teeny martini looks like in St. Augustine and I can't imagine it closed but I imagine it's it I imagine it is right now so how is uh beautiful St. Augustine doing right now I think St. Augustine is holding up um I think you know we have had I guess the benefit or the the curse of our beaches have stayed open until as of yesterday um and so with the beaches being open and kind of the surrounding Duval had closed theirs and so that kind of drove a lot of traffic to St. John's County, um, and so I think as a result, they did close the beaches, but um, because of that, that we had a lot of people here, and so I think that was good for some of our um, businesses, especially on the beach, um, who obviously are, are closed to people sitting inside, but they have been able to do um, to-go orders, um, but, but yeah, the downtown, I think, is kind of a, a little bit of a ghost area. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping we're, I hope, I hope all of our small businesses are going to pull through this. You know, I, I sit on the board of our local chamber of commerce too here, and, you know, we're trying to do everything that we can to support our small businesses and, um, direct them to resources that can help them kind of weather this. And, um, so we're, we're hoping that everyone will get on on the other side, St. Augustine strong, like we have in, in the hurricanes. And I think, I think we'll make it through. Okay, so let's um, let me check in really quick. How is Kevin doing? For those of you who don't know, Kevin Sweeney is he is one of the most interesting people in Florida politics. He's I, I God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. He's a he's a contemporary legend um, in terms of political activity. He is um, he is known for his uh, mastery of the field side of campaigns. Um, and, and with that, because that's probably, that's probably the most difficult and least rewarding of, of political campaigns in terms of financial reward. Um, when it does hit you're you, you do get this position like that Kevin has and some other people, very few people have where you're just, you're really good at this extraordinarily important aspect of campaigning. Kevin's just also, um, just a, a very interesting person has got a, uh, a very vibrant personality on on Twitter and social media. Um, so, how is he doing? And how is your beautiful daughter doing? 
He is doing well. Um, I think in addition to all of those things and being um, brilliant politically, he is also a germaphobe. So we, I think we kind of started taking this seriously long before some other people we know. Um, but he's, he's doing well. We are, it's, That's um, totally on brand, by the way, for him. Yeah. Totally on brand. So he, um, he grew up with a mom who was a nurse. So I think that probably added to it. But um, he, you know, we kind of went straight from him being in Tallahassee for a session and then coming home and him being gone for two months and then coming home. And now we're together 24-7. So it's nice to have him home. Um, Wellesley is really enjoying having her daddy home and playing with her and spending some time with her. So I guess that's the blessing in all of this is um, we've, you know, gotten to make up for some lost time during session. And so you haven't been in uh, Tallahassee for session in, is it two sessions? Was is that, um, am I, yes. or is it longer full than time. that? I haven't been there full time. Um, I've been, you know, just, you know, a couple of days here and there, but not full time like I was. Do you miss it at all? Um, I do. I do. I, I miss policy work. Um, I miss a lot of people in Tallahassee. Um, some of my, my very best friends are part of the process. And so, you know, I miss I miss the relationships and I do miss the political work, um, you know, having worked for a public school district um, for seven years, you get beat up a lot working in public ed. And so I, I don't miss that aspect of it. Um, but I guess this was a good year for them. So it would have been nice to have been been there for the good year. Um, and but, your school district, yeah, as, I, as, as we uh, for those who don't know, you have one of the better if not best school districts you know public school districts in the in the state too we correct? are very proud of our public schools we're rated um number one in the state for the last at least nine years maybe 10 years why is that like long story short i know that it didn't just happen overnight but why is that um i think it's a it's a medley of things i think we had um had and have leadership at the district office and our school board who really try to prioritize students in, in every decision that they make. Um, you know, I've, we're, we're lucky. I think our school board members um, really work really well together. And then I think we have, we have really great families who live in St. John's County. We have really great parents who are committed to their students' education. We have really bright kids. And then we have, um, you know, just a really strong culture that has been established here. Um, which I've, you know, I, I miss being around that all the time. Um, but there's really kind of a character counts is at the forefront in our schools. It's it's a national program, but they've really adopted it and kind of lead with that in all of our schools here. And so I think there's just something really special about being part of um, this community in St. John's County and our schools and um, everyone just kind of really cares about each other and there's really a commitment to excellence in only hiring the very best teachers and only um, and holding them to really high expectations for students. And so I think you, we've kind of had that perfect mix of, of all of it here. Okay, see, I totally just set you up because I want to now say, if you guys are so freaking smart, why were you keeping the beaches open until the very last moment? Um, Everybody is still looking at that picture that right. got tweeted out of the Duval County beaches lined up with the St. John's County beaches and the, you know, spring baked scene that was happening down on your side of the uh, of the line. 
So what 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 was up with that? Well, I certainly won't speak for our um, county officials who make who make those calls, but I think everyone is trying to take a really measured approach to this. Obviously, we're all kind of in unchartered territory here with this, um, but I you know I think they're all trying to make the best decisions, both you know balancing public safety with. Um, the economics and still allowing people to go out there and breathe fresh air and kind of have that outlet. You know, I was talking to a neighbor. We we stood on opposite sides of the street, um, but I was talking to a neighbor the other day and he was like, he's got six kids. And he said, you know, if they close the oh beach, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, you know? And so I think it's kind of a way of life, you know, when you live on the coast. And so I think they were just trying to um, keep that open and encourage people to act responsibly. Um, but obviously when it became clear that that could not happen, then, then they made that tough decision to close the beaches. It's interesting as I do these podcasts and we're, we're coming up on like number 30 already. Um, the attitude in them has changed. You know, when we started like 10 days ago, it was a little bit more hopeful and not that you are today, but in the face of, I think it was, I think it really hit home for a lot of people when Trump kind of gave in on the we're going to be open and have people in Easter services uh, by April 12th. And so, like, you see, like, Macy's, you know, today as like they're furloughing 130,000 people and Mm -hmm. newspapers are laying people off. Um, And yet I, I, I think about what you're saying, and I think it part of me still believes what the governor says, which is. You know, we just can't lock Americans and especially Floridians and especially people that are used to like, like you're saying, like you're you're living on the coast. It's going to be almost impossible to lock these folks up for mm-hmm. a month or two months at this point. I just don't know how I don't know how we're going to get through that. Um, I do not envy those who are making these decisions. It's got to be very difficult. Well, um, so a new question that I've added to these pods uh, that I want to start with you, uh, because I do love your family and I can imagine how happy it must have been. But what was your last normal uh, night or time together before uh, all of this craziness came about? What did you all do? I'm really trying to even rack my brain to remember, honestly. Isn't it? It's my new question. I'm telling you, it's, it's a tough one. You're just like, uh, I don't remember what we were well, doing. Especially, you know, Kevin came home from Tallahassee and immediately was like, we are we are staying home. You know, it was, um, you know, we, we live just a few miles away from his parents and they usually watch our daughter while we're at work. And, and his, you know, his, they're a little older and they have some... Um, some health issues. And so we've taken it very seriously and not wanting to risk exposing them at all. Mm-hmm. And so um, now, you know, so we kind of immediately went into kind of, we're going to stay home as much as possible. And so I feel like we've been doing this now for goodness over two weeks. Um, so it just feels so long ago, but I did, I guess my last normal day, two weeks ago on this Monday today. So two weeks ago today, um, I guess I, I did go into work. That was my last day at work in person in the office. And I've been working from home since then. Um, and um, so I guess that was kind of my last normal day of going to work and um, 
doing that. I think that weekend before we probably, um, you know, I think that Sunday before that we had taken Wellesley to the beach and we let her run around the beach. And I think that was probably the, really the last normal day is we, we rode our bikes down to the beach. We let her play. Um, even then we still kind of established a radius around ourselves. Um, that was probably really our last, our last normal day and kind of typical of what we would do on a weekend. So, um, as you say that, I want to, I do want to ask, how is the Flagler community doing? I mean, uh, the Flagler College community, it's such a beautiful school. You were very generous a, a little bit over, I think maybe a year and a half ago, we got to see the campus from your perspective and it's just so pretty. Um, I want to know how that's going on. And then I have a, another tough question for you and it's, it's a reader question and it's, what is the protocol or what is the um, what is the, uh, the right way of doing it? You've got the walker and the runner going and you guys are heading to each other. Now you are a, a prolific runner. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you still maintain social distance? Is the runner supposed to go off? I mean, how does that work in this age of Corona right now where we don't want to bunch bump into each other? Right. Totally. Um, well, as far, I'll, I'll answer your first question. As far as Flagler goes, um, we're doing we're doing really well. I think um, it's kind of most most staff are working from home. Um, we have made that decision, like most colleges and universities, to go online through the rest of the semester. So um, we our dorms are still open for students who kind of have nowhere else to go. We have some international students who um, obviously cannot even return home, um, and so. We are, um, we're still chugging along. It's been really cool to see how, um, especially our student services staff and um, have really kind of mobilized to still try to create a sense of community for our students, even though we're scattered all over the country now, um, but to still have, you know, activities and meetings and things. I saw um, our, our SGA is having their elections via Zoom. And so, um, you know, we're still, you know, the, the campus is still chugging along and um, learning is still happening and activities are still happening. And so um, that's been cool to see. And then um, as far as running goes, that's been that's been a huge shift, too, for, um, you know, people who are used to either going to the gym and working out. And that's really um, a social outlet, too, I think, for some people. And. I know I have a group of people that I typically run with, and so I, I miss them, and I can't wait to be able to oh, run with them again. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I think as far as protocol goes, I just, as I've been out running and I'm running alone and um, making sure that I'm, if I do come across someone, I know that I usually give them the right of way, if it, especially if it's a walker. Um, I think I kind of yield to them and kind of just, move to the other side of the sidewalk or move into the road if I can, um, just to make sure that I'm still kind of providing some distance. I'm probably like, it's a little crazy. If, if I, if I haven't been able to get that far away from someone, I find myself like subconsciously holding my breath as I run back by them. <laughs> I'm not going to get infected. Um, but but yeah, that's been a huge, you know, huge shift in, I think, those who are used to working out. And um, I think we can still maintain a healthy lifestyle. And I know that, you know, if it weren't for the days that I can get out of the house and go for a run, that kind of helps with my, my mental state. And I think we all still need that outlet. We just have to be 
smart about it. We can't be going out in groups anymore. We have to kind of stay away from populated areas. Um, Cause I think, you know, if we're not just like they took away the beaches because people couldn't act responsibly, if we're not acting responsibly in our, in our workouts too, then, you know, who knows, we may find ourselves where like other countries are completely locked down and we would hate to see that happen. So I think, um, I think people need to keep doing it. I think it's important if you've already established an exercise routine to keep doing it. Um, but just be smart about it. All right. So what are you doing while you're inside and you have to, uh, get through the days when you're hunkering down, literally, We've been asking people uh, who would come on the pod, what are a couple recommendations? What are some things that you're watching or maybe reading or some apps that you've downloaded or something that you're doing? Uh, give us uh, Beth Sweeney's recommendations. All right. Well, first I have found um, it's really important for me to kind of try to stick to a routine as much as possible and things that are so simple that you always hear about. But even if just making sure that I get up in the morning and take a shower and get dressed and you know, that just that that little bit of normalcy to your routine really um, helps me stay motivated throughout the day. And then as far as what I'm, I'm doing and reading and watching um, with a two year old at home, we have a whole lot of Daniel Tiger and the Magic School Bus on right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so um, but personally, um, I'm a huge Homeland fan. And so I'm eagerly every Sunday waiting for the new episode to come out of Homeland. So if you don't watch that, check it out. It's awesome. Um, and then I was excited the new season of Top Chef started. So I'm watching Top Chef. All right. And, I haven't um, watched that in a while. How is that show? Is it still, it's, is it still going it's, strong? It's, it's This new season, I think there's only been two episodes so far. Um, but this new season is an all-star season. So if you've watched it in the past, you'll you'll recognize the chefs, and that's kind of fun. That is, I, I, um, I'm feeling right now for my friend, Chef Tom Colicchio, who I've gotten to know a little bit uh, mm -hmm. because of some political work here that led us to getting to know him better. And so I saw that he had to – he really had to curtail his operation like all the restaurants in New York, which is just – it's just breaking my heart thinking about – some of the places that I've worked that are, that are closed that may never make back, et cetera. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on. Will you, uh, give your best to the rest of your clan? And Absolutely. I really, uh, I will say that one of the things that we will want to do is get over to St. Augustine, um, hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later. And hopefully we'll get to see you guys then. Absolutely. We'll have to meet up at the teeny martini. All right. Thank you, Beth. All Take right, care. thank you.